Dun, 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 That's my best attempt at the intro music that Latif made for a wonderful podcast. And if you can't guess from that, Latif's not here today. It's just me, Matt Ralston. Welcome back to another episode of Filmcraft. And yeah, I'm by myself today. I have left Vancouver, so Latif and I are having a hard time working out a long-distance podcast schedule, but we finally have some times worked out. He's just busy off shooting some stuff right now. We didn't give you guys an episode last week, and I didn't want to leave you hanging this week either, so I figured I would just do another solo Matt episode. So I started thinking, what kind of things can I talk about that you guys would be interested without Latif here? And one thing that we always get asked about all the time is festivals, just everything about them. Uh, We hadn't had a ton of experience with festivals uh, in regards to our first movie, Party Stories. I kind of didn't really even apply to many. I think I applied to five or six of them just because it was kind of a first test project, you know? Um, It was our first time doing anything longer format. I had never directed anything. Um, Anything I had written had never been produced, so it was really kind of like a shot in the dark. And while I'm proud of how it turned out, I didn't think it was really amazing enough to get into a bunch of festivals. And at the same time, when we had finished Party Stories, it overlapped with us starting our new movie, What We Don't Say. So... I had to ask myself a question. I think this can be relevant to anyone that's applying to festivals because anyone listening to this is going to be working in the micro-budget, low-budget world and you're not going to have unlimited funds. Uh, So I had to ask myself, what do I want to put the money I have into? It became pretty clear that I was ready to put more money into making this new movie, What We Don't Say, what ended up becoming What We Don't Say. And I could either spend a lot of money on film festival submissions to party stories when I didn't have a ton of faith that it was going to get into a large chunk of what we were applying to, or I could reserve that money and make another movie, which I felt a lot better about our festival odds. So what I ended up doing was exactly what you would think, judging by how I'm talking. I didn't apply very much for party stories. Like I said, five or six festivals, we didn't get into anything, you know, admittedly didn't try very hard to get in anything either. So we didn't have much experience with festivals until now. Um, We're applying for our new movie, What We Don't Say. And let me just pull up my submissions page here. So for What We Don't Say, we're submitted to 39 festivals so far. And I think we've only done about a month of applying. There may end up being more to come, you know, We'll see. Um, But so far, we've started getting a couple acceptances, which right off the bat, acceptances when you get that email. Like, I expected eventually you get an acceptance to be like, oh, this is really cool. My heart went crazy. I was super, super stoked. So that's a great feeling. And anyone out there that's felt that or anyone out there that's going to feel that, I'm super stoked for you. It's really cool. Um, But I wanted to give you guys a lot of practical advice on film festivals, what to apply to, what not to apply to, how to do it, what's the best way to do it, all that from the last month, which I pretty much extensively spent doing film festivals. I haven't had a job 
Uh, it's just been me traveling and doing pretty much nothing but film festivals and trying to write the next script because when we go to said film festivals, we want to have that script ready so we can hand it to people and hopefully they want to make it. Um, so I'm just going to start from the beginning of what you should do when you're applying to these film festivals. Um, I guess the first question is, how do you do it? Uh, there's two big sites that you're going to use or that are out there as options to use for film festivals. One is Without a Box, which up until recently was the top contender, as far as I could tell, for what you should use to supply festivals or submit to festivals. And then there's Film Freeway, which was kind of the, the up-and-comer. They had a huge following as well, but I think Without a Box was pretty much the site you would use to, supply, to submit to festivals. And I'm talking in the past tense because Without a Box, for some unknown reason, has decided to close all of its operations. Uh, I got that email last year when we were doing party story submissions. So I'm pretty sure it's October of this year where they're just totally shutting down. Um, so first thing is first, if you're going to apply to festivals, what you want to do is make a Film Freeway account. Don't make a Without a Box account because it's only going to be open for a few more months and it's going to be useless after that. They're not going to get back to you about anything. So don't put any money into without a box. I mean, kind of a no-brainer there. And then when you log on to Film Freeway, you know, you'll get your account, you put in your information, you upload your movie, you do all that, da-da-da, it's pretty self-explanatory. And the next question I ask myself, and you're probably asking yourself, is, well, what festivals do I apply to? How do you know there's thousands of them out there? And I think there's a large chunk of those that you should never even consider applying to because they're not worth your money. Um, how I've kind of done it, and I think this is general consensus, or maybe it's just the way I look at it, so take this theory, if you'd like, take it or leave it kind of deal. I kind of view it as top tier, mid tier, and lower tier festivals. So what that means is your top tier is going to be your giants, like your Cannes, your Sundance, your Toronto Film Festival, Austin, all those really, really big guys. And now, obviously, those are the ones you want to get into. You're going to get the most traction out of that. You're going to meet the most people. You're going to get the most connections. The most good things will happen to you by getting into those festivals. So right off the bat, having said that, your mind goes to, well, those are the ones I should apply to, right? Maybe. Maybe. And we'll come back to that. I'm just going to say the other two uh, tiers of festivals first. Uh, second one, mid-tier, those are going to be the festivals in my eyes that have been going for probably 5 to 10, 12 years. And you can see how long a festival's been going on their festival page in Film Freeway. So none of this is guesswork by any means. So these are the ones that have been going for a little while. They have some traction. You know they're good, legitimate festivals. They're going to cost a little less with that, you know, going to them. I'm sure you're going to meet a little less people. They're not going to be quite as prestigious. They're not going to be Oscar contending festivals, which one thing I think we should say right out of the gate is if you're making a micro-budget movie, don't be tempted by these festivals that are like, oh, you know, we're Oscar contenders. As far as I can tell, no micro-budget movie has ever won or been nominated for a festival, or for an Oscar, sorry. So you should never try and do that. No matter how good your micro-budget movie is, it will never win an Oscar. Having said that, I'd love someone to prove me wrong, but to this day, I'm very confident in that statement. So don't be tempted by the Oscar acceptance laurels, you know. And then there's the lower-tier festivals, which are first to 
maybe four or five years. They're kind of just getting things going. You can apply to them. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, you're not, odds are you're not going to get much recognition. You're not going to meet a ton of really great people by going to them. So that, the lower tier is something that I would be cautious about, but not, I wouldn't necessarily be more or less cautious than submitting to the high tier festivals. So I'll run you through just my general thought process on how I've been applying to these festivals. The higher tier ones, my plan as of now is to pretty well avoid them. Uh, I applied to VIF, the Vancouver International Film Festival, which is pretty much on the precipice between the the mid-tier and high-tier. It is a very huge, very prestigious festival, but it's not a Sundance or, or TIFF or Cannes or anything like that. Um, having said that, I'd still be stoked beyond belief to get into it. You, you'd meet a lot of really great people doing it. But I'm not necessarily applying to the top-tier festivals. I think... As far as what we don't say, this micro-budget movie, the best chance we have of getting into those top-tier festivals is getting into a bunch of mid-tier festivals this year, then next year coming at them and saying, hey, we've played 15 of these mid-tier festivals, and then they might say, okay, this is someone we should really look at, where if you didn't play any of those festivals, maybe someone will watch it from, you know, maybe someone from TIFF will watch a movie and be like, this is really good, but they're looking for a different strand of movie. They're looking for some stars to be in it. Uh, they're looking for some producing power. And those top-tier festivals, I would, you know, it's going to be a straight guess, but I would guess probably 80% of the movies they accept do not come from submissions. They come from pre-existing connections with producers that say, hey, man, I just made this movie. And they're like, okay, well, cool. Debut it here. It's people with more connections, with more star power, kind of bigger directors. So... Just applying to these big, you know, festivals right out of the gate, you're probably just going to burn some money. And the the amount they charge, I think early fees will probably hover around 40, 50 bucks. And if you go right into late acceptance, or sorry, late submissions, you could be running 100 $125 just to submit your movie with no guarantee it's going to get in. And if you do every top tier festival... At that price range, you're going to spend thousands and thousands of dollars just on submissions for the top-tier festivals. So what you should ask yourself is, is this worth it? And one thing I'm going to throw in, these numbers I'm talking about are for feature films. I don't have any experience submitting for short films. I've seen all the short film rates that you pay to submit. I can tell you they're definitely cheaper than features, but all these numbers I'm throwing around are for feature-length films. So if you have a $500 short, don't be deterred by me saying it costs $125 to make. That is for a feature. Shorts are going to be significantly less than that. Um, so yeah, personally, I don't think shooting for the stars and going for can or whatnot is the greatest thing to do right out of the gate with your micro-budget feature, even if it's fantastic, and I mean amazing, it might be better to do a year of mid-tier festivals and then go to them the year after. One thing to consider, too, is every film festival will have a cutoff date of your movie can't be older than X, and usually it's about two years. So with the strategy we're going with, where we're trying to target these mid-tier festivals and then next year build up to the top tier festivals we can do that but 
we couldn't do it mid-tier for two years and then top-tier because our movie would be exclu- wouldn't be able to get into those top-tier ones. The cutoff date will have passed, and this is something you should look into if you're looking for those top-tier festivals. The, the lower-tier and mid-tier, they generally seem more relaxed. Some of them don't even have cutoff dates, but just look into it because you wouldn't want to burn money you know, applying for these festivals and your film's not even eligible. And that brings us to another thought. There's all kinds of things that festivals are looking for and are not looking for. I'll give you an example. I applied to one festival with a waiver code, which we'll get to later, how to get into them for free. Um, It was free, and I figured, you know, fuck it, it's free, let's apply. So applied, and the date came and passed, and we didn't get in. I was like, ah, strange. I kind of thought we'd get into that one. One thing I didn't see, there was a fine print down way at the bottom that I didn't read to, and it said, any sex act of any kind, any scene depicting any kind of sex, your film will not be in. Our movie's a love story. You know, it's safe to say that two people are going to have relations during it. We don't depict it graphically. In fact, we don't even show it, but it is very known to the audience that that happened. And because of that, we were disqualified. Now, I'm not that heartbroken about this disqualification because I didn't really care about the festival in the first place, and I only applied to it for because it was free. So I'm not bummed by any stretch, but if I had spent 50 or or $100 and I was like, I really think we got a good shot at this festival, and then I was disqualified for something of that nature, then it would be kind of heartbreaking. You know, you'd feel that one a little bit. So read the fine print. And if there's something they're not looking for and your, your film has it, don't take that lightly, because if they say no sex acts, no violence, no this, no that, and you have that, you're not getting in, and you're wasting your time. All right, I made a little list of things that I'm going over here, so what's next on this list? You know, let's keep going with that, what they want and what they don't want. Um, so right now, I'm mentoring someone through this Facebook micro-budget group, um, They asked me if I wanted to just give some advice to someone and be a quote-unquote mentor. And I said, yeah, sure, no problem. You know, that's the main reason we do the podcast and everything. I love helping people. So I've been helping this girl. uh, She's in Europe there, and she's really into horror. She's made a horror short, and she finished it. She sent it to me, and she said, what should I be applying to? And I think right off the bat, one thing that's really going to benefit her and her film is that she's horror, she's genre. I think if you have a genre film, you're you're gonna be excluded from a lot of festivals, but not in a bad way. Because if you have something like horror or sci-fi, something genre, there's so many festivals that are tailored to what you're doing that you don't even really need to worry about the other festivals. You're gonna get into so many festivals if you're horror and it's at least somewhat decent, even if you make terrible horror movie i'm sure you're going to get into some horror specific festivals so it's kind of like a superpower if you make a genre movie in terms of the festival game you're going to be looked at a lot more just because you fall into that category you know you're not going to get into some broader festivals like i've seen a couple festivals this year that are the theme of this year is happy only submit to us if your um subject matter is uplifting and you know it's going to make you feel good you got a slasher horror, you're not getting into that. But I think the pros outweigh the cons there. You have your strict demographic. And even in terms of when you go to sales agents and whatnot, they're going to know exactly how to sell your movie. So if you've made something genre, I think you've got a leg up. Having said that, I wouldn't make a movie just to make a genre movie. But if you have made a genre movie, 
then I think it's going to benefit you in the festival run. And what else do we have to talk about here? <clears throat> so let's talk a little bit about those mid-tier festivals and how to decide which ones to submit to. Because, like I said, there are thousands of these festivals. The high-end high ones, they're, you know, there's a lot of them, but there's not a, a ton. Mid-tier, there's so many. And there's a lot of, of lower tier as well. Um... So one suggestion, or a bunch of suggestions I have for the mid-tier festivals are going to be time-consuming. You're going to have to put some time into this and effort, but I think the benefits will outweigh the time that you put into it. So for instance, one the first acceptance we got here, the way I've been doing all of these festivals is I'll go through and I'll look at them, say, okay... Every festival will have kind of a mission statement. We are looking for this type of movie. Some are more precise than others, but they're going to have that. Read it, say, okay, am I applicable to this? And if it's, you know, your horror and they're looking for horror, then it's like, yeah, definitely, then apply to it. But if it's a little more vague, what I've been doing is going to their website and looking at everything they've taken in past years, all the movies they've accepted, and see, does your movie kind of fit in line with these? Do they have kind of a common theme? For the last five years, have they been taking a lot of rom-coms and you're a rom-com? If so, then it's probably a good festival to submit to. Um, and then go on and see, is this price something I'm willing to pay? And don't do it festival by festival. Say, like, for instance, we've applied to 39 festivals. If for everyone I was spending $50, that's it of cash and it's even more of a bummer in our case because we're Canadian and all of these festivals charge in USD so we're getting you know 30% on top of that be very careful with your budgeting don't say oh you know it's $50 that's okay but then you're gonna want to apply to 30 more of them be careful with the money you have and there's been festivals where it's like you know I really think we have an okay shot of getting into this and then I click submit it says 70 bucks I'm like not this year I'll do it next year. I put it on the watch list. And when Early Bird comes up, when they first open for submissions next year, it's going to be, you know, $20. Then I'll put it in. It's not essential that we go this year because we just straight up don't have the money for it. Uh, so go in, see what kind of movies these festivals are taking. If it falls in line with what you, film you have, then yeah, sure, do it. If it doesn't, obviously don't do it. Um see if they are looking for anything that you might have. For instance, now there's a big push towards female filmmakers. If you happen to be a female and you've made your first feature, there's a lot of festivals out there that are looking for you. Go look for those. You, you'll be able to find them, I guarantee it, and submit to those. Um, so that's pretty much how I've been tackling the mid-tier festivals. Now, lower tier... I can't really recommend applying to anything that has been going for, call it four years or less, maybe even five years or less. A lot of them, what I've been seeing, because I've checked out every festival regardless of what tier they fall into, because that's just a little scheme I made up. They're all just sitting there, and I kind of decide this one seems top tier, that one seems middle tier. Um, a lot of these... I've seen first-year film festivals that want to charge $60 for me to submit my film. Do not do that. The only time that I'm applying to anything 
under five years is if I get it for like five dollars or free. It's the only time. And I'm not submitting to anything, anything that doesn't do live screenings. I don't know. I think if you submit to things that, or sorry, I'm only submitting to things that have live screenings. So if you submit to things that have online screenings, I don't know how much it's going to benefit you. Like, you might get a couple eyes on it. Uh, a programmer is going to watch it, I guess. But for the money you're spending, I, I don't know. Like, if anyone out there has any experience with online festivals, positive experiences or negative, message me. I'd love to hear them. But as far as what I can see, there aren't a ton of benefits to applying to strictly online festivals that don't do live screenings. Uh, so those are kind of the criteria that the festivals need to meet in order for me to consider them. Judge your own criteria. Like, you're going to know how much money you have. You're going to know what kind of film you've made. You're going to know how good it is if you think you have a shot at getting into these festivals. That's another thing, too. If you've made a god-awful movie, like, don't be afraid to say, you know, maybe we shouldn't blow any money on this. Even with Party Stories, I would still consider it a good movie. I've had people get a hold of me and be like, man, I really enjoyed it. It's not released publicly, but, you know, it's been shared amongst the actors and their friends, and people have said, you know, I really liked it. I really liked this joke and that scene and all that. It did not get negative reviews from what I would consider from, you know, the people that have seen it. But even then, I said to myself, like, I know this next movie I'm going to make is going to be a colossal leap forward. So that's where I want to put my money. Don't be afraid to do that. I know it, it can be hard to be honest with yourself about something like that, but don't be afraid to do it. I think it will benefit you in the long run. And just judging from how we've gone from party stories to what we don't say and how this one's getting into festivals and doing a lot better. And we've only had one screening for the cast and crew, and I'm still getting people involved with the movie messaging me being like, I can't believe how good it was. Thank you for letting us be a part of this. That's huge, man. Even just that makes me feel really good. And then the acceptance is coming with it afterwards. You know, you every movie you're going to make, hopefully, is going to be better than the last. Um, all right, let's move on to the next thing here. Uh, I wanted to tell you guys about discounts. Um, I honestly don't have any special way of doing this. But the people I've talked to kind of don't know that this way exists. So... I'm going to do it with you right now. I'm logging on to Film Freeway. You can probably hear my keyboard keys clicking away. Log on to Film Freeway. Go down to the bottom. At the very bottom, there's a couple tabs. How it works. Browse festivals. Testimonials. Benefits. Blog. Help. And contact. Click on Help. Click on that, and then it says General. There's a couple little things you can click on. What is Film Freeway? Is Film Freeway really free? How do I submit to festivals? Do I give up or transfer any rights to my work? Where can I find discounts and entry waivers? That's what we want. Where do I find discounts? Click on that, and then there's a big blue button that says, also don't miss our exclusive deals page. Click on that, and there's a plethora of film festivals offering tons of discounts. So you can click on a little percent thing so it filters it by percent. The top three things are entry free waiver, which means it's completely free. So let's see how much this top festival would be. 
regularly 25 bucks free now just because they're doing this thing next one free as well 49 dollars now it's free one underneath that 81 percent off 80 percent off 75 75 75 percent off 70 percent off you can get great deals on these now another thing i'm going to say you still have to go through the vetting process for this you're never going to find a discount for TIFF or CAN or Sundance. It's just not going to happen. They don't need to do it. Why the hell would they just give someone a discount? It doesn't make any sense. People are going to pay whatever they want them to pay anyways. All these festivals are going to be the usually mid, sometimes like mid to top or lower tier festivals. So you still need to vet them. Go on. See how many years they've been running. If they've been running for one year and they're offering you, like let's go to the bottom, and they're offering you 5% off and they're still one charge you $40. It's not worth it. But if they're offering you 40% off, it's still early bird. They've been going for five years. You think you have a shot at it? Go for it. The first festival that we've got into for this, I found on this page. I got 50% off of it. It's been running for close to a decade and it seems pretty prestigious. They have a good way of connecting people with contacts to make their next movie. So I went for it, and we got in. Um, we're hopefully going to go. I mean, it's not close to where I'll be living in Ireland, but I'm trying to find some deals to get there. Uh, and yeah, this page can be one of your best friends. It gets updated all the time. There's always new offers here. So I'm personally checking this at least a couple times a week. You'll kind of get familiar with, okay, I've seen this festival here for a while, and you won't click on it. There'll be a couple new ones every week. But you can have a lot of good stuff come from this page. And, you know, don't be afraid to check. If you really want to get into a certain festival, you don't see it on here. Check their Twitter. Check their Instagram. Maybe they're having just a thing they posted on there with a little discount code. Um, I've also heard of people just straight up emailing them, say, hey, um, I made this super low budget movie. I don't have any money left. Can I submit um, for free? If I get in, I'll pay that fee. But if I don't, is it okay if you just watch for free? I personally have never done this. I've heard that it can work. I just haven't tried it. Um, I have this thing with borderline begging that I don't really like to do. But, you know, it is an option. I've heard it works for some people. So if you want to try it, then go for it. Maybe it'll work for you, too. Um, and the last thing I wanted to talk about is even though Film Freeway is fantastic, and uh, Without a Box was great, too, when it was still going, you know? When they have no way, and it says right on their website, they don't go after festivals and say, what the hell, man? your notification date was yesterday, you haven't let any of these films know. So sometimes there's going to be, you know, April 10th is their notification date. It's April 20th, they haven't got back to you. Don't go crazy driving, don't drive yourself crazy checking the notification dates over and over again. They're going to get back to you when they get back to you. If they haven't gotten back to you in a, in a week, 10 days, 2 weeks, maybe just check their site, see if they posted their schedule. Maybe they're just a piece of crap festival that only told the people that got in and just didn't care about everything else. It happens. I've heard it happen a lot, and I'm sure it's going to happen a lot in the future. But don't drive yourself crazy, especially before the notification date. Like, the acceptances we've got are on the notification date. I don't think... 
Picard never heard of anyone being told prior to the notification date unless their producer has a contact with that festival that just says, yeah, yeah, you can play here. But as far as blind submissions, I've never heard of anyone getting in before the notification date because there's going to be people submitting right up until that date. So they're going to want to see all their submissions and take the best movies. They would never tell you two months before, yeah, you're in. Because if they do, then maybe there's 10,000 other good movies. Like, oh man, we really shouldn't have let that guy in. Like, we have way better movies now. They're going to tell you on the notification date. And yeah, just don't drive yourself nuts checking these dates. Because I know you kind of can. I have a little bit. I've stopped now. But just submit and as much as it sucks, just wait. It's the way it is. Also, one other thing that this will be what I end on that you should keep an eye out for. With Party Stories, I submitted to, you know, I'll say the name of the festival. Fuck it, they're dicks. I submitted to this uh, festival called Toronto Liftoff Festival. And I figured, you know, we have Canadian content. If you're in Canada and you're a Canadian festival, they have to take, I think it's 51% Canadian content. I'm sure it's in the same in the States. If you're an American and you're doing a Seattle film festival, they have to take 51% local content. You're going to have a better chance applying to festivals in your country because they're going to want to take a bunch of local material. Anyways, I submit to this Toronto Liftoff Film Festival. And I'm like, yeah, you know. It's a liftoff. That's kind of what they do. I read their mission statement to discover new filmmakers. And it seemed, you know, we were right up their alley. And I'm like, yeah, Toronto, I think we got a pretty good shot at it. Uh, And then I didn't really go to their site and look at what they had taken before, which was a mistake. Notification date comes and goes, and we didn't get in. I was like, oh, man, that sucks. I thought we were going to get into that one. And then at that point, I went onto their site and saw what they took. So every year, they only took one feature. One feature. Now, this is something to really pay attention to, and it's something I've been really paying attention to. I go onto the festival site and say, how many features are you taking? If it's only one, fuck that festival. Do not apply to that festival. I wouldn't be surprised if they had... Now, this is pure speculation because I know it does happen. But festivals, like I said, will have connections with the producers and say, yeah, you can play here. So if a festival only takes one feature and they have a connection with the producer, maybe they're just taking submission fees. Again, I can't say for sure this is happening. Do not take it that way. But there's a chance. A festival only takes one feature, probably not worth applying to. Same with if it's a feature-heavy festival and you're submitting a short, they only take four shorts, for example. Maybe not your best choice, because they're going to get tons of submissions. They only take one, they only take four. Not really worth it. So that's one thing I can't stress enough. See how much of what you have they're taking. Because if it's just one, 99.9% of the time, you are shit out of luck. But yeah. That's pretty much all I've got for film festivals and what I've been learning over the last little while while we've been applying. Looking back to before we started applying for what we don't say to now, I think I've gained an incredible amount of knowledge. And I'm sure if you guys do a feature or a short and you go through this same process, you're going to get just as much knowledge. But I hope what I've said has been helpful 
to you guys. If there's anything that I didn't hit in this and you want to know a little bit more about or something that I kind of didn't talk too much about, just let me know and, you know, I'll do a little follow-up episode with me living in Ireland now and Latif being in Vancouver. There might be a few more of these episodes where I just come in and talk or Latif does a solo episode because we can't figure out the scheduling. But regardless, we're going to try to have not too many weeks where you guys go episode this because I don't like doing that. I like helping. I like doing these episodes too. It's fun to talk. So yeah, if you have any other follow-ups on the film festivals or anything you think that would be good for me to talk solo about or Latif to go solo about, let us know. We'd love to talk about it. So until next week, I'm Matt Ralston. You can check me out on the social medias. I'm actively trying to grow my Instagram right now, which is something I'm very new to, but I'm just starting to post a ton of stuff about the movie. Uh, we've got a trailer coming out. I just got a first draft of a poster that looks fantastic, and we've got all these behind the scenes. There's going to be a ton of stuff coming out. Same forward with the podcast. So follow me on that. I'd love to follow you back, see what you guys are working on. And until next week, I'll see you later.